So in session five, we're going to look at the two main forms of flipping and the difference between them, as well as the path towards the balanced recovered position and the way, of course, this is different for the addict and the reverse addict, actually, of course, it's mirrored. We're also going to look at a phenomenon that I see in every recovery, which is this idea of becoming too well for your family. I see this in every recovery, so I always want to warn people about it. We're also going to look at the difference between what we might call the medical definition of recovery and what I call authentic recovery. So here's session five. So what does it look like, this flipping idea? What, what happens? How does it feel? So I've pointed out previously that nobody starts out uh, as an addict. Everybody starts out balanced. And uh, through dysfunctional experience, they are pushed to the extreme position, firstly, of reverse addict. Why? Uh, because of the constant repetition of any dysfunction in the family. They are made to care about them or others uh, because the parents aren't doing it properly. Now, they are later, often around the early teenage years, as I've said, um, and if they have this particular vulnerability that we've talked about, they're flipped to the addict potential. If they're not, and if they don't have that kind of brain, they often stay or remain in the reverse addict position, even into adulthood and even into relationships. If they flip to the addict side, there follows two main forms of flipping that occur as time passes. And it's important to understand them both. The first is more gentle and can take place whilst the addict lifestyle is still active. In other words, it, it's not a, a flipping that takes place as part of your recovery. It can happen while you're still fully addicted. And to understand this, we must continue to develop this systemic view and move away from the medical model. This is because the systemic approach views things relationally and this form of flipping depends on the relationship we are in. So my experience was fairly typical of this. Uh, you, you may be slightly different, but I experienced this form, this more gentle form of flipping many times. I found that as long as I was at home with my wife, who, by the way, was always in the reverse position, as you might expect, I did act very selfishly, and I stayed in the addict or selfish position. In other words, I was in that relationship where we both uh, took extreme positions. But occasionally, uh, because of my profession and, and what I was doing in life, I'd, I would be uh, spending time, I'd, I'd uh, often be away for a week or more, and I'd be around people who, were like me, selfish in their outlook. And so now I entered a different kind of relationship and I would immediately notice myself becoming very concerned for their welfare. Uh, you know, who's gonna cook the food? Who's gonna go shopping? Who's gonna clean the place? And I started to look after them. Now, I can't tell you how unusual this was for me. I, I, I certainly never did anything like this at home. I never washed up at home, I never cleaned the house. I never cleaned the toilets, I never went shopping, I never did any of these things, but I did them when I was with people who were more selfish. As, as I related to them in their selfish position, I flipped over to the reverse position. Now as soon, I guarantee you, as soon as I returned home, I would flip straight back into selfish mode. 
Now I can't tell you how this confused me for years. I did not understand this, but I understand it today. Now the second, and we have to say much more serious form of flipping, often takes place in early recovery. Now, this is something I've seen in all authentic recoveries and it cannot be avoided. So that's how important it is. But it can be understood and managed. Now every client I work with gets the same warning from me. I tell them that at some point they will start to become too well for their families. I know this sounds crazy uh, to someone who's not tried this yet, but I warn them to watch out for this because it always happens. It happens every single time. And it must be managed like any other part of your recovery, but of course it will be managed much, much better if you understand it. So what are we talking about here? This, this other form of flipping takes part as, as you become too well for your family and your loved ones. So you may know this from other blogs and things that I've done. I used to run rehabs for years and when families used to drop off their loved one at the rehab gates, they would often say things to me like, oh, you know, we just want our son back or we just want our dad back or we just want our mum back, you know, or something along those lines. And what they usually didn't understand is that recovery from addiction is not like medical recovery. And this is why I don't use the medical model. You see, real recovery, authentic recovery, it doesn't restore people to what they were before. It transforms people into who they really are. I wanna say that again because it's so important. Authentic recovery does not restore people to what they were previously. It transforms people into who they really are. Now that's quite a different animal from the medical recovery. Let me just give you a definition uh, of medical recovery. Medical recovery restores people to what they were prior to them getting the condition. So if you catch the flu, your recovery from flu places you back at the same place you were before you caught it. That is the definition of a medical recovery. Now we could argue, of course, that uh, the trials and tribulations of going through that condition do change you. And I, so I, I do get that that's always true. But in authentic recovery, it's spectacularly true. If you ask anybody who has genuinely recovered from addiction, they will tell you that they're nothing like who they used to be. And uh, families, of course, discover this later when their loved one not only stops drinking, using drugs, not only gets better to where they used to be, but actually continues to develop into someone the family don't recognize. Now, it's when this recovery uh, begins to challenge the way the family's been operating for years that this can become a problem. You know, if you continue to develop, then what happens? Well, you, you turn into a person who's really you, who pays what they say they'll pay, does what they say they'll do, is where they say they'll be, and you start to challenge the family, not because you're trying to, but your behavior naturally challenges them. Remember, you've been making your family look good for years. 
no matter what they get wrong, they can always look at you and say, well, I'm, you know, I'm not as bad as that. So this really becomes a problem and it becomes a problem in every case. Now, it's at this point that the family will often try to rein in your recovery by saying things like, oh, you know, why don't you just drink at weekends? You know, you weren't that bad. You know, why do you have to still go to those meetings? Why do you have to still do therapy? You know, uh, you're fine now. You know, all of that. Any, you listen for any of that. It will come. So, again, remember, you've been making your family look good for years. But in early recovery, particularly as it develops into, um, you know, more advanced recovery, you will start to challenge your family and they will feel that effect and start to talk to you about it. So let's talk a little bit more about effects of early recovery on the family. Let's track our newly recovered addict. How are they doing? Well, they're doing well. They're staying clean. Their partner, who's been looking after them for years, sees this improvement and something strange starts to happen. What is it? Often they start to develop selfish thoughts and behaviour. This is the beginning of their flip from the reverse side over to the addict side. Now remember, it's a potential. Both sides have both potentials. So this type of phenomenon is well known in other forms of mental health recoveries. Um, family therapists see it all the time. It's almost like the family sees the improvement in the afflicted individual of the family as permission to have their own crisis. For instance, it's actually not all that uncommon for one family member's recovery to instigate another family member's descent into addiction. Believe it or not, this happens. This is another one of the common effects on the family system of one family member recovering. This is such a huge shift. It's such an incredible transformation. There's no way the family can stay the same. 